Hi, good morning and afternoon, depending on what part of the world my audience is listening to the show. Welcome, welcome to Goddess Way 55. This is your host, Chief Yeye Lodo Oshun of Ife. Today we have a elder in our house. She is talking and concerned about all of the tragedies that happens here in America to people of color. I'm going to introduce her. Her name, I call her Mama BJ, but her name is actually Beverly Peterson. Welcome to the show, Beverly. And give a shout out to everyone that you want to talk about and tell them what it is that you want to say. Hi. Hi. My concern has been the, how can I say, the atrocities that have been committed in the past as well as now. Um, I think we should have a day of remembrance for those people of color that have met untimely deaths due to the people who feel that they are chosen by God to act on his behalf to uh, not only just enslave but uh, annihilate at will. So many people of color have in their history, unfortunately, past atrocities that were done to their family members. And this is passed on from generation to generation. Sometime not even spoken aloud, but there is this prevalence of doom or of, of sadness. Let's just say sadness. Some of us resort to perhaps drinking or some sort of drugs to alleviate the pain. Um, I don't know how you can, but I think we need to remember them. Right now we know of several atrocities that have come to light uh, recent months and uh, just a couple of days ago. But what about those that happened 10 years, 20 years, 30 years ago that went unseen, unacknowledged by the public because they were kept secret, if you want to say, or kept quiet. But we know that something happened. Can you share a story about the gentleman and the lady that I, went to the gas station? When I was moving several years ago from North Carolina to Florida, um, I read that same night, the same road that I was on, a man with his pregnant wife ran out of gas and they pulled up at a gas station and, and the gas station owner claims he thought he was going to be robbed and he killed that black father to be. The wife is in the car pregnant. And I often wondered, how is she? And this is like 20 years ago. I still have them in my mind. How did she, how is she now? How is that child? Um, what has, what has transpired since you've seen her husband shut down, shut down like that. And all he was seeking was gas at the gas station 
but the gas station owner deemed to be him to be a criminal because of his color and looking for gas at night. Um, that's just one of the stories that I know of. But so many of us have post-traumatic stress and not being treated. And we can't understand why Willie went off or Susan is, is not doing as she should or she's escaping um, reality by using drugs and or liquor or men and have children that are never quite as they could be, as they should be. That's just my thought. Do you have a opinion of what we should do as people of color since you're my elder? How old are you, by the way? Let my audience know. I, to be truthful, I don't know. I, I feel that if we, those families uh, could come maybe forward and cleanse ourselves of the horrors that were imposed upon us, perhaps like write down that, that person's name or the family's name, um, perhaps the family's property that was taken uh, as they feel, as they, as these people feel is their right. Right now, what's going on in the Gala Islands, they're doing everything to get those people out and claim it as they did Hilton Head, whereas you cannot afford now to live in Hilton Head. And you won't be able to claim your land or heritage in the Gullah Islands either. But this topic is, how can we clear ourselves, our families of the sadness of the wickedness that was done to us? How can we do this? Can we have a day of reckoning? Uh, maybe uh, each state have a date, all pick the date, and we take those names of the family members, what have you. We have a bonfire. We say a prayer, perhaps, and then turn it over into the flame. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I have started here in America. And wherever you are at listening, you can start the same. I got a proclamation because on February 8th, or excuse me, February 9th, is my ancestral worship celebration day. This past year was for the victims that we lost from illnesses like cancer, lupus, etc. But next year is going to be a celebration about the hideous crimes of Black Lives Matter that we have lost from people of color here in the United States suddenly from being shut down, shot to, you know, just beat up and just losing their life out of their their whole entire life. It's very difficult to for me to express myself about this matter without having the heaviness in my heart, my audience. But definitely February 9th, if you can mark your calendar as well, BJ, mark your calendar that we can definitely light a candle. What I do here is I light a candle, I say a prayer. Sometime I'll go to the waterway, to the ocean here where I live, and I'll light a candle and I'll put flowers into the water to pay homage to them for them to understand that we haven't forgotten them, the people that we've lost. But you can by any means do what you think your heart wants to do. If you want to 
pour a libation to them if you want to light a candle, if you want to put flowers down, and or if you want to just make a small shrine at your house. What do you think about that, BJ? I think that's excellent. Um, I think that's excellent for those that um, are perhaps busy or have no transportation or whatever. As you said, the, the candle, um, if you're nearby a waterway, the flowers. But I, I think of like, like the, uh, what is it, AA, uh, Alcoholic Anonymous. Those of us who have post-traumatic stress, I think if we can grab in numbers, sometimes people talking it out with someone and someone having empathy with you, having gone through the same thing you've gone through, maybe talking with each other. And again, like I said, making, whether it be uh, candles lit or bonfire, whichever it's up to you to decide how you want to pay homage to those who were forgotten, who, who they feel forgotten, but we still carry them in our hearts, our bodies and our minds. This is so wonderful to hear my elder. And I know you don't want to tell my audience your age, which I understand, but she's happily almost 80 years old, my audience. And she's lived here and seen a lot of things happen along the ways. Uh, currently she is in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's so much more that she wants to tell us. But today's show is only about the topics that she brought to the table because she was very concerned about it and talking with me. I wanted to bring that issue out because in America, for some reason or another, a lot of people of color, especially black men, to be more specific, to narrow it down more, that every time your son walks out the door, yeah. all of our mothers, all of our women, me, myself included, you're always worried, will my son come back? Unfortunately, I did have, my sons actually had a conversation from their Caucasian teachers telling them, if you get pulled over, do not fight, do not show any kind of aggression you know, surrender yourself, put your hands behind your back, sit down on the ground immediately. And I have had, my sons have had that told to them from their immediate Caucasian teachers that wanted to see them live long and prosper. What do you think about that, BJ? I think that's excellent. Also, remember to have that talk with your young sons. Um, I had to to do that with my grandsons because they're army brats and being in the military, all their friends of different nationalities. And uh, one summer they were like 11 and 12 and I was bringing them back with me from Germany to Florida. And they were at the teenage age, the age that mothers start really worrying about their black sons. And I explained to them when we go into the store, their hands would always be open um, don't touch nothing, don't reach for nothing. And uh, there's several other things. I had a foster child. He was from the islands. He never heard the N-word. And the teacher said the N-word to him, and the teacher couldn't understand why he didn't react. And then I had to tell him that I was negligent as a black mother, explaining to him that he was an N. So since I failed as a mother to tell him that he was an N-word, 
I thought it was best to teach it, tell him. Of course, you know, the teacher now, he uh, got all red in the face and stuff like that. But do talk to your children. Excellent. That's exactly what we need to hear. And this is a good day for us to give this message out on Good Friday. Unfortunately, the videos and things that we do see on the news reflect that a lot of people still people that are not American descent like we are. I'm fortunate to have caring teachers who reached out to talk to my kids or caring person like BJ who will talk to my children and other people, but some people have not expressed this to their children, whether you are from another country. Mm -hmm. And that's important for you to say, look, we're even though you think you're in America, the land of the free, but we're really not that free as of yet, people of color. We only can go, but so far when you do get pulled over, unfortunately, keep in mind to respect the officer and then some. Okay, everyone, this is a message that's being brought to you guys on Good Friday for us to say a quiet prayer. Take a minute and say a quiet prayer for those we have lost. Thank you for saying that prayer, my audience. Thank you for saying that prayer, BJ. And thank you so much for being our guest today. And do you have, want to add anything else before I leave? Just peace. Just peace. Peace in your mind, body, and soul. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And you have been listening to, once again, Goddess Way 55. And your host is Chief Yeye Lodo Oshun of Ile Ife. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take it easy. Good day.